0: Welcome to Thriving the Future Podcast, where we're finding positive solutions to Thrive in the tough times ahead. Episode 19. Who can you trust? Okay, welcome back to Thrive in the Future Podcast. We are this week, we are talking about trust. You don't know who to trust. So how do you know who to trust? First, let's let's back up and get some terms.
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, we need terms because then you know we're on the same page as we talk. Okay. Uh, so so i looked up trust on you know d- internet dictionaries and the main thing is that it's a firm belief in reliability truth ability or strength of someone or something so you believe that somebody can do what they say mm-hmm. you believe they have the ability to do it you believe they're reliably going to do it or that the chair is going to be there when I sit down and that it's going to reliably hold my weight. It has that ability, right? Right. Which kind of made me think about faith because faith and trust are kind of the same thing. You go back to Latin and you have Fidelis, right? Is trust. Sure. But it's also faith. Faith is complete trust or confidence in something or someone.
0: Well, and that's, what's interesting because the Greek word for faith um, it was basically trust in, cling to, and rely on. So it all kinds of ties together, but you don't necessarily, you ne- the average person doesn't put them to, doesn't tie trust and faith together, right? I mean, you would think that that would be for a, for a faithful person or for a faith-based person, that kind of makes sense. But for an average average person, they wouldn't necessarily tie that together.
1: Interesting. Well, yeah, and, and it's hard to think of those two together, right? Because I trust you, or I have faith in you, right? right. And when I say I have faith in you, what I'm saying is I am trusting that you're going to reliably do what Scott does, right? You're going to reliably show up, you're going to post a podcast, you're going to those things, right? Or you're going right. to bring me the tree you said you were going to bring me. And that is that, that, that kind of made me think of um, faith because, you know, they're the same kind of thing, but, and, and, you know, we were talking about Ukraine and all that, right. And the news and Russia and Ukraine and this and that it's like this great big intelligence war going on. Sure. We have these clowns standing outside the gate now because we did clown world, right. We got these <laughs> clowns. We're trying to find who's the clown. Who's not the real question is there who do I trust and who do I have faith is not going to kill me. Right. Oh, and, yeah. and we're looking for that shared value, but we have to build that trust somehow.
0: Sure. Uh-huh. Interesting. Okay. Confidence,
1: you know, cause what we're looking for is a person that's a man of their word, right. Mm-hmm. Or a woman of their word, right. We're using man as in the human, you know, generic sense, not trying to. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah. who's, who's got your back. Who can I trust to have my back? The interesting thing is when you use the trust and faith interchangeably, like you were doing a minute ago. I trust Perpend. I have faith in Perpend. Somehow, the faith because because faith has so much of a postmodern ding to it, it almost feels lesser than than trust. Right? Trust sounds more like you said, fidelis clinging to then if i said i have faith it almost sounds like i it almost sounds like i hope that you're going to do something right not that you're not that you are going to do something
1: i think that's because faith has been attacked and damaged in our Mm -hmm. world right because i think back to when i was a kid right and the, the the grandfathers of that time right right they were a person of their word. I mean, that was, you you did your duty. You did what you said you were going to do. And they had that firmness, right. And there was no questioning what they would do because they were always going to stick to these values. They were going to do what they said, and they were going to do their duty. Right. And that's gone. And it's partially gone because we've said things like have faith, right. That was Mm a big, you know, in the sixties, right. Just have faith
0: interesting okay
1: but the faith is in some undescribed thing right Mm -hmm. and in that i don't have confidence in an undescribed thing Hmm. i have no history with an undescribed thing i don't have there's no specificity there as to what my confidence is in interesting And so people started putting you know things onto that like um inhumanity right or in the progress of civilization or something right and but how many times have you been let down by a person right humanity mm-hmm. doesn't seem so great to have confidence in they've let me down right Correct. um i've seen progress people called progress made my life worse in some area like you know we say that commercials were a positive because now we have more television channels or whatever but commercials have become something that's interrupting the show I wanted, right? Hmm. It starts to break that confidence because it's that repeated thing. It goes back to that confidence triangle we talked about when we were talking about imposter syndrome and anxiety and dealing with that, that confidence is a skill. Sure. And so it can be built and it's built by trying and then you fail and you learn something and you try again. Or you succeed. And every time you succeed, you build experience in that thing. Both build experience. But that experience over and over and over builds confidence. And then you have confidence to do the thing, right? So this is the same thing in reverse. We've had that confidence undermined. And we've had faith taken from I'm trusting and having faith that Scott will do what he's going to do. To I have faith that all Americans are good people. Or all humans are inherently good. Or that progress and providence are going to take care of everything, right?
0: Yeah, that sounds more like pie in the sky, right? And uh, I hope and pray, right, that something will happen, but I'm not holding my breath, right?
1: Right. But that, 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 that's that word faith being undermined with that, right? Because mm-hmm. of the way it's been used, that new agey hippie way, right? Right. And trust is still kind of firm, but it's actually undermined as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: because you know if you look at things like um stranger danger right when we were you know in elementary school that was the big thing stranger equals danger sure well you go a little farther back in history and you had like during the great depression the the, the fear was not the stranger right i mean you, right. you shared the pie with this person People were wandering through. You, they, you, they painted the fence. You paid them or gave them a meal. They chopped wood. You, right. there was not a. This person is here to kill me, mm-hmm. harm me, damage me, or torture me. Right. Right. But we have that now, and that that's also undermining that trust. And so both have been undermined. But trust is used for things like our money.
0: Mm.
1: It says in God I trust, right? It, Which it, it, it's, yeah, but it
0: wasn't in God we trust added. Wasn't that added in the fifties in response to communism? It's, you know, people think that that's been uh, around forever. And my understanding is in God, we trust added to the money. And then um, uh, one nation under God indivisible in the, in the uh, pledge of allegiance was added in the fifties and wasn't there before that. Right.
1: Right but but there's another part to that right the full faith and trust of the us government
0: packs oh. the dollar yeah we know right? how that we know how that works
1: well we're starting to lose that trust right but trust has been kept up while faith has been completely attacked uh-huh and undermined more because there are certain places that you can't attack it or all civilization falls apart hmm
0: Okay, so if you have the full faith and trust of the U.S. government, is that your faith and trust, or is that <laughs> – if you have the that's, full faith and trust, is that's their faith and trust?
1: Yes, you have full faith and trust that they are going to make good on their promises.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's funny. It's almost backwards there, so. Yes. Well, and that's all it is, and with them, it's just – it, it's all illusion and, and, and trust. Right. Right. I mean, we trust that this piece of paper is worth X, right. We, we trust that it's worth $1. We trust that it will buy X things, but that's always moving because of inflation and everything else. So, uh, okay.
1: Well, what we tr- what you're trusting is that I will work for this dollar today and mm-hmm. I will be able to get value from it tomorrow, or the U.S. government is going to start shooting some people until they give me my value. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, when you get down to it, that that's yeah, that's probably a little doomy for if I podcast. Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> not for this.
0: Yeah. What happened to our positive solutions? We've been kind of doomers for the last couple of weeks, right?
1: <laughs> well, see. We're outlining what it is we need to thrive through, right? Right. And, and, I, and this think- is imp-
0: and it's important because there's so many people that are that are uh, you know everything is going to be fine, America and all this other stuff, right? And they're not getting ready for the stuff that's right in front of you. I mean, gas went up fifty cents in one week, fifty cents a gallon, and I think it's more than that. I think it went over four dollars. Today, So, you know, I mean, these are massive things. The last time that happened was Hurricane Katrina. And what happened then, people people went and violently changed, not violently, significantly changed their lifestyle, where all of a sudden they weren't going to the kids' activities, they weren't driving Here and there, they were, they remember they did the staycation and that was way before COVID. So that's where that came from. It was so expensive that you had a staycation instead of a vacation. Right. And, uh, um, and all of a sudden people sold their SUVs like crazy. They went from big, huge SUVs to these uh, crossover SUVs, which are, you know, the, in between a car and a truck or in between a car and an SUV, And uh, all of those, I mean, basically SUVs went uh, the way of the Dodo in no time flat. And they went to these, you know, toned down SUVs or whatever. So, uh, and now we have just now got to the point right before this where uh, the Kansas City Ford factory is not making uh, cars anymore. They're not making regular cars. The, The fastest selling thing right now is a four cylinder truck. And there is no other cars that they have that are less than $20,000. So, um, you know, so, I mean, basically this isn't, this has been coming for a while. Um, the last time that we've had that high of a jump in, uh, in fuel costs, then it, it, it had those dramatic effects. We can, it, we should be able to expect that that would have the same dramatic effects now, despite the, uh despite the propaganda that's coming out of the government
1: that, Oh, it's okay. It's not our fault. So. Right. And, and I think that we have the keys for working our way to thriving through this trust and faith problem. Sure. In our definition there. Right. Mm-hmm. Because what we're doing is we're looking at all those clowns standing out the gate, we're looking at all those clowns on the television, and it starts to feel hopeless and feel like despair's, you know, going to close in on us, right? Right. But we actually have the path out of this already, mm-hmm. because what we're looking for is confidence or trust, and that trust, it, you know, in, in faith, it's complete trust or it's a firm belief in our definition of trust, right? But we can have limited confidence right we don't have to be completely at those two things right we're going to have to risk somewhere to start sorting out the clowns sure and then that is done by that trial and error right and this is this one of the reasons that community is so important is because in communities where you form those fellowships right those mutual ventures, right? Where everybody's invested in a thing with some form of the eight forms of capital going towards the same direction, showing the same values, right? When you're in that situation, you spread that risk of that initial contact, right? Just like the stock market came out of several guys getting together to pay for the ship to sail to China to get the tea, And if the ship sank, we all didn't lose a million dollars. We lost some portion of that. And therefore the risk was spread. If we let one of those clowns in and they turn out to be a disaster and they start robbing us or whatever, not only can we mutually get together and stop them, but what they can steal from a group of us is a whole lot less than what they can steal from any one individual, right? If it was one individual doing it, you're going to lose more than if you're in a group, right? Just because your sure. number of stuff grows, but recovery time drops. Mm-hmm. And so you have that ability to, to, to make that leap, right? Mm-hmm. In a less risky way. But choosing to have a life of trust is to choose a life of risk because there are no guarantees.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But the opposite way is living a life of distrust leads to paranoia, unhappiness, depression, and stuff like that. We've seen that over the last two years with everything that's been going on, isolation, that leads to poor mental health.
1: Well, it's it's that opposite cycle, right? It's that not having confidence, right? Right. Instead of being in a process where you're building confidence, you're undermining it. You undermine it. You end up in anxiety, anxiety worry, grief, and fear.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, so, and that's what's interesting. So you know, you know the the famous saying that hard times lead to strong men or tough men, right? Strong men lead to good times. And then good times lead to weak men and, and then weak men lead back to hard times. So what, what is the solution? So we know that, you know, we can look back the fourth turning, all that other stuff, right? We're close to the fourth turning now where a hundred years ago we had the depression. We had world war II. They still call them the greatest generation, Right. They created, and because of the way that the the way that the world fell out after uh, after World War II, the U.S. became a powerhouse. Led to good times, the 50s and 60s. Why do we call we call who do we call that were born during that time? They're the boomers. It was a boom. It was great, right? And then somehow, the boomers turned out weak. Well, what <laughs> you know they're they're the ones that are going to the doctor all the time. A lot of what's been going on with the uh, the pandemic was driven by the fear of of dying, and I know a lot of boomers and and a bunch of them have have a view that uh, for some reason they picked it up. I think it picked it up from the 50s and sci-fi or something that I shouldn't have to die, you know, and that all leads into that transhumanism and stuff like that. So, um that was a prelude to my question. My question is then um, what has to change this time? So hard times make strong men again, because instead of it making strong men now, it seems like it's making withdrawn wussy men, men being humans, not men. Right. Um, what, what do you think? Hmm. Um,
1: Well, it's going to take people trying and figuring out how to live in this world. Right. Yeah. Another thing that was interesting, though. Go ahead. Sorry. And there are lots of traps to keep you from doing that right now. Sure. Um, And one of them is that not being able to build trust, which is.
0: Right. And even though you would think that. So the propaganda that led out of the depression, led out of World War II, was much different. Even though it was still ingrained, it was, we were one people, and now we're splintered. And, you know, there's there's intersectionality and all that other stuff where, uh, you know, will it end up with a similar result of equaling hard or, you know, strong men that can take adversity? Or will, because now we have TV, now we have more propaganda, we have more um, information flows of different voices, and we have the division where people are divided.
1: There, 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 are, there are several ways to approach all that, right? But they didn't go into the 30s and then the 40s as strong people.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, went in,
1: what... they went in as the flappers. Right. They went in as that Roaring Twenties crash, right? Right. Where their world fell apart. And when you get to the greatest generation coming out of World War II, they have taken all of these ideas that were proposed to them and determined which ones were valuable And they walked out of that knowing they could rely on each other because they had a shared sense of value and what was to be expected. Uh We have been in a continuing falling apart of that shared agreement about what's important. Mm -hmm. That is that collapse of trust and faith. People are going to fall apart and fall apart and fall apart and fall apart. And we're going to go back through history upon history upon history upon history until some group of us get together and start forming a fellowship based on common values, determine truth and reality, and start building up again. Right. That the, the, the strength is an illusion. You know what you're supposed to do and you know what the other guy is going to do and it makes it look like everybody's strong but really the thing is there aren't questions about what is real and what is valuable Hmm. you didn't have to ask what it meant to be a man of your word because they knew and they knew from going through it and having shared values You ask what it means to be a man of your word now, and no one knows, and no one knows because we do not agree with what's valuable. What was agreed was valuable was doing your duty and fulfilling your responsibilities. Now what is valuable is not having any responsibilities and not finding somebody to blame and throwing us into these drama triangles where, well, it's his fault, and then that person becomes the victim, and they have to be rescued. And while they're being rescued, you get another, hey, you're beating on this person and you shouldn't, right? And all these form, uh, Cartman wrote books on this, detailed many of them. But the basic thing is you have a victim, you have somebody persecuting the victim, and you have somebody stepping in to rescue them. And when you're playing any one of those roles, you're getting played and you're not fulfilling your intentions for your life. You have your head in not in your sphere of influence right it's outside of that it's out in your sphere of concern and you're completely dominated by do these things concern me but i have no real influence over them and you're not living your intentions you're not putting your value into the world you are not expressing what it is you do value and the more people do that the more weak we look but that's because nobody's working together for anything right we're all distracted playing this distracted game because we don't know how to build trust. We build trust by looking at what are the nine needs that a person needs that fuel their wants, right? We look at what their incentives are and lining those incentives up, looking at what we value and what they value and how those incentives align. We can't trust the news right now because our incentives don't align. Mm-hmm. Their incentive is to tell me anything they can tell me to get me to hang in, watch the commercial so that they can sell my attention.
0: Yeah. Did you catch that? Did you catch that quote last night? If you want better attention, you better work on your intention. Yes. <laughs> that was awesome.
1: And so, so by looking for those things, right, where, where those cross, right, because the, the nine needs are everyone needs affection. They need to be creative. They need recreation or entertainment or play. They need freedom, identity, understanding. They need to participate in something. They need protection from the environment, from criminals, from, you know, life itself. And they need subsistence. They need food, water, shelter, right? Uh-huh. These form what people want. But when we're caught in these drama triangles right our wants change because people are pushing our wants when we're playing the rescuer what we want is this persecutor gone because we think that we need to protect this victim from them right uh-huh. but we're not stepped back enough to go well that may be true or it may not be true ukraine may or may not need us to come rescue it right Sure. This clown standing at the gate may or may not need me to come rescue them from whatever, you know, the U.S. government or whatever else is persecuting them, right? Right. But the question is, what is actually my ability to influence? I've got no influence in Ukraine. Right. I have a little more influence outside my gate, but I can't really defend people against governments or against economies collapsing, right? Mm-hmm. It's outside my influence.
0: Well, that's where we get back to influence, a uh, uh, circle of influence, circle of control, right? So, right. you know, if I'm, if I'm making a garden and I'm working out of my garden, it doesn't really matter what's going on, you know, over the hill, unless right. there's a storm coming and I can and see the storm, right? Then, uh, or I can see, you know, plague of locusts coming or something like that. But for the most part, that stuff that happens over there, needs to stay over there and
1: but when i'm looking at the clowns at the gate right right guy that wants me to come rescue ukraine isn't helpful to me it's it you you're you're in my concern not my control right Uh but if the guy at the gate is willing to cut firewood or help me weed the garden in exchange for a meal Sure. We now have incentives that align. He wants a meal. I want this thing weeded that happens to fall into both things, things we both can do. huh. And so we do that, right? right? And if that works well, and he re- weeds the correct things out of the garden or chops a decent amount of wood, then maybe I ask him <laughs> to stay the night and weed the garden tomorrow or chop the wood tomorrow or fix the fence or whatever, right? And we start building that faith And it becomes a reliable thing for both of us. If I do this work, this person will feed me, right? Mm -hmm. And we are now into building that trust and faith, reliability, and each being a person of our word because we've worked out what is valuable and what it is we're saying we're going to do. And for the media and the politicians to do that, we'd have to find some incentives that align. But right now, there are no incentives that align. They either want me distracted or they want my attention on commercials. They want me consuming so that they can get more loans to blow more people up so that they can you know, play these games Sure. that are really outside of my control, outside my influence and not really in my concern.
0: So what's the path forward then? What's the path forward to build that trust to get back to where a man is a man of his word and and things like that.
1: I think it starts with acknowledging that I can't get a guarantee that I'm going to know what's going to happen in Ukraine. I I don't know what's going to happen if I trust this person, Hmm. but I'm going to do it anyway so that we can start solving some real problems. And if they want me focused outside of my influence and concern, then I'm not gonna pursue it, Mm -hmm. right? And if they are, then I can. And we're gonna look for, and I'm gonna build that with people that have a shared set of values. So looking at that situation, my shared values are, I need subsistence, I need protection, I need participation in community and storytelling and culture, right? I need to be heard and understood. They need to be heard and understood. I need an identity, a role to fill in that community. I need freedom to make mistakes. I need the freedom to make choices, not be told what to do, right? I need that affection creation and that recreation entertainment piece, right? Mm Mm-hmm those are what i need so i need to find people that do this and as we do those those people for fighting each of those things starts to fall into a niche in the community and then i know i go to this person for this thing and that person for this thing and we start to build that confidence and as we build that confidence there are less and less questions less and less anxiety less and less focus on scarcity okay because really what we're talking about is Mm -hmm, mm trade-offs I can't do it all myself because I can't have participation and fellowship and community with myself by myself so I'm going to have to risk so we start saying I am going to risk but I'm going to risk within my area of control and I'm going to do it where my incentives are and therefore providing my needs
0: Thank you for listening to the Thriving the Future podcast. Check us out on our website, thrivingthefuture.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at Thriving the And come join our community chat on Telegram. It has a link in the website. This podcast was produced by Scott the Freedom Farmer, freedomfarmer.net.